You are listening to WHUPLP Hillsboro. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is D Sides Orphans and Oddities. I think I'm going to do one more show this year. I don't know how that's going to go, but I know I'm here with you now. That's the only important thing. Everything's going to be okay. So today's show is about um, 10CC and Led Zeppelin. And 10CC was, I guess, sort of a hybrid of pop writing and art school sensibilities. 10CC's first first popular release in the United States was uh, the number two song thing, um, I'm Not In Love, which was pretty groundbreaking when it came out because it didn't sound like anything else uh, before or really since. And it was pretty good. It was unfortunately on the album, it was about six minutes long and it's a long, long, long way to stretch that, that simple melody. My phone is doing something nutty. My phone is doing something nutty. I think that it's, uh, gosh, darn it. I think, uh, I think I'm getting a call, which is unusual for this phone. So I just won't, I, I, I will not answer it. I will just leave it the way it is and talk to you. Good people. So the first time you would have heard 10 CC in the United States really was when, uh, in 1975, they came out with, uh, I'm not in love off the album, the original soundtrack. And I'm going to play you a song off of that album coming up, but that's not the one. Cause of course I don't play the hits, but before they were in, they were uh, hits in the United States. They had done a lot of studio work with, uh, Graham Gouldman writing a lot of, uh, music that you would have heard things like, um, bus stop, bus stop. What day she's there. I say, um, lend me your umbrella or whatever. And, uh, what else did, uh, Oh, a groovy kind of love for the mind benders. Uh, the mind benders were the group that, uh, evolved from Wayne Fontana and the mind benders to just the mind benders. We had a big hit first with, um, uh, um, the game of love was their first hit. But then they lost their lead singer, went off to do solo stuff or whatever, join the army. So their lead singer was Eric Stewart, who became the lead singer for that song, um, Groovy Kind of Love, which was written by Graham Coleman. Yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. So they had a studio called Strawberry Studios, and um, they... Uh, helped other artists, other various artists. Cass and its cats, uh, were a production team that you may have, uh, heard of. And, uh, they were coming out with uh, record after record after record. Uh, they didn't care what was happening. They just threw their, threw their songs at the, the production team of Godly and cream and, um, Eric Stewart and Graham Goldman. And, uh, they came out with, and, uh, the, the band would record song after song after song not think of any, any think anything of it and then a couple of weeks later maybe the song would end up on the radio under the name uh um crazy elephant who had a big hit with uh gimme gimme good lovin but that was, that was just a studio concern that wasn't real a band so so um so lending the name crazy elephant to another song later didn't matter didn't affect anything 
Uh, none of these songs were really big hits. But in time, the four of them became a pretty formidable production team, and their studio was a home of, of many, many different recordings. And there's a, there's a compilation, and if you, if you really love me and you have about $200 to spend, you'll find, um, I think it's, it's called Strawberry Shortcake or something. It's a compilation of all of the songs that they did back then for the various artists. And if you're a big fan of Godly and Cream like I am, you would recognize uh, Kevin Godley's voice in a lot of these songs. Kevin Godley wasn't in Crazy Elephant, was he? No, he wasn't. But um, <sighs> So they uh, started this studio, and one of the things that they did, which became a, a kind of a motivator for them, was that they recorded for with, with and for Neil Sedaka, who was... Uh, about 10 years away from his bits and eager to start a comeback. So they released a couple of uh, albums with him. And one of the songs I've just, I've talked about here uh, was solitaire, which Clay Aiken, who was from North Carolina sang, had a hit with here, but Neil Sedaka did the original version, the very, very beautiful song. And uh, if you listen to that record, it's got lean cream. And that gave them the impetus to think, well, we can do it on our own. If we can do it for him, the four of us together with all of the songs that we've written, we can do it on our own. And so they uh, got together with a guy named Jonathan King, who had a hit in 67 with Everyone's Gone to the Moon. And he was the guy who invented the Uga Chaka, Uga Chaka version of um, Hooked on a Feeling by B.J. Thomas, and then later on with by the band Blue Swede. Yada, 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 yada. No one cares. This is why no one cares. No one cares. But I know so much about this because I was, big, was a big fan of 10CC. Anyway, so the four of them got together, and this Jonathan King gave them the, the name 10CC, which um, we had heard was given to them as uh, – um, the average volume of male ejaculate, but I found that explanation very hard to swallow. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the buffet. Uh, so 10CC recorded their first album, their uh, eponymous album, and um, had some hits in the UK and did A-OK, -okay, but then they uh, lost their uh, momentum and uh, eventually... Uh, came up with the song I'm Not In Love and got a new record deal and it was fantastic and that kind of provided the impetus for their next couple of releases. But Godly and Cream were an entity unto themselves. Their art school sentiments and their, their crazy, crafty um, sort of music hall writing sort of became a foil and not a healthy one for uh, Goldman and Stewart's more pop-oriented songs. Goldman and Stewart writing um, I'm Not In Love, and they also wrote um, Things We Do For Love, which I'm going to play for you later on. My own fantastic acoustic version. We, I was expecting Ken Ray Wildman to come here tonight, but Ken is under the weather, as are we all, I suppose, in a very large sense. <sighs> under the weather. So I'm going to play you some songs by 10CC off of their first Four albums, five albums. They released ten, but after after um, uh, Godly and Cream left, I sort of stopped paying attention. Uh, um, and they had another hit in the United States with uh, um, Dreadlock Holiday, 
which I had heard on the radio when it came out. It was uh, I thought it was going to be a big deal, but you know how things are with bands, and they just don't last. But that original flash of inspiration that they had and the gang, gang-like feeling of the four of them working together well, had, some, had some good stuff going on uh, with those first few records. So here, without further uh, ado and me blabbing, is some 10cc for you.
That's uh, <clears throat> this is D sides, orphans, and oddities. My name is Gilbert Neal, and this is WHUPFM 104.7. If you're driving around town, or more likely, WHUPFM.org. And that was uh, 10 CC songs from their oeuvre, starting with um, Old Wise Men from the album Sheet Music. 1973, 74, 24. And uh, after that, Une Nuit à Paris, or One Night in Paris, uh, three-part little uh, rock opera sort of dealy, more theater than rock from the album, the original soundtrack, which is the album where I'm Not in Love appears. After that... Um, ships don't sink in the night, do they? Ships don't disappear in the night, do they? From their first album, 1973. Ships don't disappear in the night, do they? And then uh, Don't Hang Up from their... uh, how Dare You album from 1975, 76, 75, 76, 75, doesn't matter. Anyway, that was the end of uh, the Godly and Cream era of uh, 10CC, and I liked it. It was it was pretty good. You'd be hard, you, it, it's hard to listen to a whole album of that stuff. It's just you pick out the best songs, and those are the ones that you should uh, go with, and I think that I chose uh, some good ones. Of course, obviously, the hits with waning efficacy. Okay. So that was my 10CC little show there. Hi, everybody. Um, so now I'm going to show you, I'm going to play you a couple of songs from my favorite live album ever. When I was a kid, the best live album I owned was Live Gonzo by Ted Nugent. It was just energy from beginning to end never stopped. And I thought that that was great. I also liked One from the Road by Leonard Skinnerd. I liked the Renaissance live album at Carnegie Hall. I um, was disappointed by the Beatles Hamburg stuff. I didn't understand it. Really, you know, it poorly recorded, you know, well played, all that stuff. Um, and that was it. Until uh, Led Zeppelin came out with the what I think is the best live album in rock. And the album is called How the West Was Won. And it's not from the, the Song Remains the Same era. It's before that. It's from 1971. And it's awesome. I, I just think it's fantastic. I really go back over and over and over some of the performances. And you know, Jimmy Page... Sometimes messed up notes and sometimes didn't play the exact right part. But I'll tell you, this is you. You listen to this album from beginning to end and you could really tell why Led Zeppelin went from chart success to just being the best, just the, the undisputed kings. And it's it has a lot, a lot to do with this live album, um, How the West Was Won. 
the video came out, the DVD came out, and it was not the same. Um, but it was very exciting as well to finally see Led Zeppelin live um, and not not have to resign yourself to the movie, which I didn't think was very good. It was not bad, but it was not it was not great. This this really gave Led Zeppelin its due. Undisputed kings of live excitement back in the 70s, 60s and 70s. And just fantastic. I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to play you two songs from the live album. And um, they're my two favorites, but they are not the only great performances. So this is Live Led Zeppelin. Man. Oh, 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 
Before I go on, listen to Bonham's kick drum. Is it coming up? Listen to this. This is just, no one had ever done anything remotely like this before. Listen to his foot.
So good. Just awesome. Just thunder. Fantastic. That's my favorite live album. They just go for it. They just go for it. That's why they were the best. That's why they're the kings. That's why they were the kings, because you can... Whoops. Wait, 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 wait. Don't want that. Don't want that. They were the kings. That's why, because they went for it. They never they never did the same performance twice. And it wasn't like the Grateful Dead, where you could just kind of fake and tweak your way towards it. You could you took a chance, and you, you could fail. But Led Zeppelin, was. they were the kings, and that, that live album is a really good... Really uh, wonderful testament to their uh, Greekness, I think. So you just heard um, Bring It On Home. Uh, the studio version was off their second album, Led Zeppelin Two, which is, is also very good. And um, the first song you heard was um, Black Dog off of their third, off of their fourth album. Did you hear what Bonham was doing with his foot? Jeez. I, I can't not hear that and get excited by just the greatness, just the, the luck of the four of them sitting in the same room. It, it just must have been wonderful. It must have been wonderful. Anyway, my name's Gilbert Neal, and I'm going to attempt to play a 10cc song, and then I'm going to attempt to play a Led Zeppelin song. Needless to say, I will not be taking those chances, and I'm not sure that I'm going to get the chords right, but I'm going to try, so... That's right. That's wrong. Oops. Um, yeah. Too many broken hearts are falling in the river. Too many lonely souls have drifted out to sea You lay your bets and then you pay the price The things we do for love Communication is the problem to the answer You've got a number and your head is on the phone The weather's turned and all the lights are down The things we do for love like walking in the rain and the snow and there's nowhere to go and you're feeling like a part of you is dying and you're looking for the answer in her eyes you think you're gonna break up and she says she wants to make up Ooh, you make me love you I gotta do this. <laughs> like walking in the rain and the snow and there's nowhere to go when you're feeling like a part of you is dying. 
gonna break up And she says she wants to make up Ooh, you make me love you Um, that was the uh, second big hit they had in the United States and the last so anyway what else was I going to say oh yeah um, how is this what chord is this
Ours is the fire All the warmth we can find He is a feather In the wind All of my love All of my love Oh, all of my love To you, Goyle what it would sound like if I was at an open mic somewhere but I'm not so here I am entertaining you on a Saturday night all right well my name is Gilbert Neal this is D-Sides Orphans and Oddities and I've got more show to play for you a lot of people ask me they say Gil how did you get into my house and then they say well can you tell me kind of what Led Zeppelin sounded like before they were Led Zeppelin all four of them not just Robert Plant and Band of Joy but can you tell me what all four of them sounded like before they started Led Zeppelin or the New Yard Birds or whatever it is that you called them back then? <clears throat> no, you just call them sir. But um, I happened upon a collection of songs by the four members of, let's see where this is. Wait. Yeah, my show is on... Um, my show is on SoundCloud, so that's why I have to do this this way. Um, <clears throat> my name is uh, blah, 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 blah. this is this is uh, WHUPLP Hillsboro. That's the station ID. So, um, won't you join me now uh, on a journey through the '60s to hear what um, the various members of the Mighty Zep sounded like before they found. Um, enough money to buy a jet. So this is that thing.
She's a mom. She's a mom. She's a mom. She's a mom. She's a mom.
Okay, so we started off with Jimmy Page, She Just Satisfies, and keep moving from 1965, Fontana was the label. After that, uh, The Senators on uh, the Dial label from the UK, 64, She's a Mod and A Lot About You, featuring John Bottom on drums. Must have been a young thing when he was doing that. And you just heard a song called Baja by John Paul Jones which has a pretty interesting history. Um, uh, do you know the song These Boots Are Made For Walking? That's a song that Nancy Sinatra made a hit. And her partner at the time was Lee Hazelwood, who had had a long career even then in the recording industry and would, after that, do that thing. Anyway. He died in 2007 and they went through his archives and discovered an entire album he had recorded that was never released called The Woodchucks Cruising for Surf Bunnies, which is an album of... um, Surf music by the Astronauts and Jack Nietzsche, Dick Dale, um, the Ventures, the Trashmen, Surfaris, and John Paul Jones, which is the strange song that you just heard, the instrumental, Baja. Um, by far, the person who recorded the most as a solo album, as a, as a solo artist before Led Zeppelin was Robert Plant. And I think this is going to be um, the B-side to the single you just heard from John Paul Jones, but um, then uh, Heaping Helping of Robert Plant um, before he was in Led Zeppelin. So, see how that goes.
North Carolina and online at whupfm.org. Hi, I hope you're having a great time. I hope you're enjoying my show, my poorly engineered but well-thought-out show. Don't criticize me for the poor engineering. Applaud me for my eclectic choices in music, and hopefully one of the songs that I play for you or a few will resonate in your soul and you'll go and find more about that artist, these artists that I love or don't love. Anyway, it's not for me to say. Hey, we just heard Apples and Oranges by a guy named Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson, of course, the longtime host of Family Feud, and before that, uh, panel panelist, frequent panelist on um, Match Game. And before that, he was on Hogan's Heroes. He was an English, very attractive man who dipped his toe in singing, and that was the result. I think it was an anti-war song, but I'm not really sure. And, um, of course, he was in um, The Running Man, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was the he played the part of the host, the cold but gregarious host, um, whatever his name was. Anyway, before that, check it uh, checking it out by Redbone. Redbone's big hit was "Come and Get Your Love." Sometimes you hear it on commercials even now. And before that, the brothers Pat and Lolly Vegas, who were the guys who formed Redbone uh, in the '60s, they tried to be pop stars. And um, one of the songs that they came out with was this song called "The Robot Walk." which was, I guess, a dance you were supposed to learn from these two guys who were obviously obviously Native Americans, but, you know, they had the hair like a pop star, you know, all the pompadours and the DAs and stuff like that, trying to, you know, fit in, I guess, to the pop world. But then they just said, chuck it, screw it. We want to be our Native American selves. And so they had one top 40 hit. Well, I think they had a couple of top 40 hits, but their big hit, of course, was... Um, come and get your love. And before that, one of my favorite strange records, uh, Nick Mason from Pink Floyd. And if you heard that, you knew it sounds a lot like Pink Floyd, even though Nick Mason is playing on it, but not David Gilmore or any of the other guys. This was, um, something that Nick Mason did before, um, uh, uh, 1979, I guess, uh, he was going to record a solo record, and he got a call from Carla Blay, who I like a lot. She's done a lot of interesting jazz stuff. Going back to um, 60s, of course, if you listen to the show, you know that her husband was Paul Blay, who did tours and records with Annette Peacock, who I featured a couple of weeks ago. Anyway, Carla Blay wrote all of the songs on this album that you may have heard about if you're a Pink Floyd fan called Nick Mason's Fictitious Sports. Uh, it's a pretty good record. It's pretty strange. Robert Wyatt, who was in Soft Machine, singing lead vocals on just about all of the songs, except for the, the first one. Uh, but I like it. It's pretty good. Very well produced. You can hear the money. But this is like the first time that Carla Blay tried her hand at just overt pop music. But even then, it was very, very strange. But likable. I think it's it's pretty good. Carla Blay is still around. Um, and her discography is, let's say, robust. Yes. Pick them for me, won't you? Because I'm dead. Apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. Apples and oranges. It's my show. I'll do whatever I want. 
a black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chicks. Can you dig it? Who's the cat that won't cop out when there's danger all about? Right on. Black private eye whose mastermind has got him what he wanted. His friends let him know that there is danger He's a complicated man And no one understands him but his woman Shaft Shaft is the man John Shaft 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 is the man He leaves no stone unturned No matter what the cost He gets the job done Right on Shaft Shaft is the man Shaft Shaft is the man John Shaft The bravest Black Private dick in the city John Shaft Huh Hey man Can you dig him Always looking so cool Together for days And all that leather Taking care of business too baby He's always on the case. I mean, he gets it all together. Huh. Yeah, he's bad, 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 bad. Bad, 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 bad. Bad, 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 Go ahead with your bad self, John Shaft. Oh, now, can I... I wonder, this is completely live and ad-lib. The music was brought by my arranger, George Rhodes, who, because of union problems, uh, are not a, is not allowed to conduct, you know. Uh, but the band is more than the kind of band that I would love to work with all the time. So I thank the cats, and I know it's off the wall, man, but it starts with the bass. I will, I will give you like one, two, and ba, ga, jiggy, go, and you'll start, all right? Okay. Now, uh, 
It's all live and it's all happening, folks. In color, but you can't see it. Well, come on. Come on. Uh, 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 uh. You say this guy, this guy's in love with you. Yes, I'm in love. Who looks at you the way I do? When you smile, I can tell we know each other very well. How can I show you? I'm glad I got to know you, cause I've heard some talk. They say you think I'm fine. Yes, I'm in love. Mm, and what I'd do to make you mine? Tell me now, is it so? Don't let me be the last to know my hand. Just
This is Gilbert Neal, and this is D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities. Reaching the end of our show, another fantastic award-wanting show. Uh, that was Sammy Davis Jr. with We'll Make It This Time, his disco record. Before that, a live performance of This Guy's In Love With You, one of my favorite songs of all time, originally sung by Herp Alpert. Before that, um, what was it? Uh, oh, yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. singing John Shaft. It wasn't called Theme From Shaft. It was called John Shaft. And it was uh, produced by Isaac Hayes, who did the original version of Shaft for the movie Shaft and the soft drink Shaft and, of course, the doll Shaft. Who could forget the television show based on the movie Shaft with uh, Richard Roundtree as Shaft? And um, what else? Oh, yeah, they did um, um, pastries, uh, Shaft cookies they did, uh, Shaft... um, Hmm. A trusses. They did a series of trusses named after John Shaft with Shaft's picture on it. A bunch of other stuff they did with Shaft. Yeah, it was a big, big marketing coup. And before that, I don't remember because I threw my set list out. I want you to know that it's important that if you're listening, you let me know that you're listening because I want to know that you're listening and that you like it or you don't like it. So go to D-Sides, Orphans, and Oddities on Facebook and let me know. Or go to WHUP and let me know there. Or my email address is Gilbert George Neal 
N-E-A-L at gmail.com if you have any requests or some ideas for music that I could play later on in my show. Um, let's see what else was there. Oh, yeah, Shaft uh, Steaks. They would send steaks to your house with John Shaft. It was weird. Very strange. Um, crinoline dresses, Shaft, uh, Shaft underpants, Shaft diapers, all sorts of Shaft stuff. I wasn't there at the time. I'm just saying that this all this stuff was was around, having to do with uh, Shaft and and Sammy Davis just could not stop but get aboard the Zeitgeist. There he is again. See, I told you, poorly engineered. Anyway, have a good week. Have a good weekend. Have a good holiday, and uh, I'll see you later. Got it just right. Music and flowers beside us.
FM WHUP LP Hillsboro.